Hi guys, it's Sunday, August 19, 2018. It's about 10 minutes to 12 midnight. So I'll try to be as short as possible because I am exhausted. But I just had some thoughts in my mind about this show that I was watching. It's called The Affair. It's on Showtime every Sunday at 9 9 p.m. And I guess there's no need to tell you that because it's finished. That was the finale. And I hope they come back with season five, which hopefully will come back soon. But the season that I was watching, which was four, took a while to get here. And I just dove right back into it. And, you know, I get so hooked on the characters and, you know, what's going to happen next and It just evolves. There are many characters and different other plots that are happening. But if you really like it, you pay attention. Um, Anywho, I enjoy it. And I appreciate the the level of effort they put into the characters and relationships and create new stories. It definitely doesn't feel pushed or forced, as you can tell with some shows that, you know, the dwindling and then they just like force these outcomes to happen. And people are like, just ended already, you know, but a lot of things happen this episode about, you know, death and in different ways, of course. Um, And I guess it just resonated with me. I was very emotional literally the whole time I was crying teary eye and I guess during this moment I was just reflecting on life and a lot of different things and they talk about marriage okay the show is called The Affair so just the name alone you understand that there was a marriage and they broke up because the man met this woman her name is Allison And then Allison was with another guy who's named Cole. And then she, you know, so pretty much it's just like someone's cheating on somebody and things happen. But then I I just thought about it, which I hope I don't forget. Um, You already know, I already explained that it's about death. But then I, I think that these two people who are married have kids. They break up. Okay, he remarries, finds someone else she finds someone else and then the people that they're with die and then they get not that they get back together but you know they come they they talk because at one time you were best friends but they were talking about how they felt about their lovers and then I thought to myself is this what really happens that you break up with the the first person you're with thinking that the next one is going to be better and then you know things happen and you find yourself going back to the first one is it just me or does does that's just like a one case scenario but i just keep thinking about that that if that's what happens is it just because you were meant to be together but you just chose a different path um to experiment i guess um so getting back to what my notes were saying about the show um so besides the death part you know it's about marriage and the exes and possible new birth and how everything comes together and you realize this is life and it's a cycle for as long as time this has been happening 
But in the moment, you feel isolated and alone going through something traumatic. But I realized crazy is the new normal. Nothing is perfect. But I strive for perfection. And I want to control the outcome. But I realized as much as I try to control the person or the situation, it's going to react the way it's going to react. But I guess we also need to realize or learn how to deal with something that's not going our way. Just like a child who's, you know, having a traumatic, you know, reaction to something. You know, they don't understand how to calm themselves down. You have to kind of explain it to them or, you know, distract them. And I'm thinking, so what do adults do, you know? I feel let down or I feel like I'm not getting my way, but I feel like every time I'm not getting my way. So that's upsetting sometimes too. And I do want to stomp my feet and scream out loud and it just, it gets upsetting, I guess, after a while. So I don't know how to deal with not being in a perfect situation. It just gets depressing after a while. (laughs) Um, So anyways, it made me think of how I want to be buried or cremated and how it would affect my loved ones. Will I remarry and who's going to be there to mourn? Then the bigger question is, how will it all end? And I think we all know the day will come and some sooner than others. But as my mom says, you will never know when the day is going to come. It's just going to happen. And nobody was, no one was chosen to know from God. And I said, okay, great. But I believe you get a feeling, you get a notion, you know, it builds up to that event. Like, I don't know, like, I guess for some people, it feels like, oh, this just came out of nowhere. I think there are always a sign and or a feeling that leads up to it. And it happens. Some may just don't want to see it. And some have that intuition, I guess. And I believe You know, there are some people who have the ability to communicate with people that have passed on and they're around us and they get to see what's going on. And I was explaining this to her and she's looking at me like I'm crazy because she's like, when I die, you know, I'm not going to see you. I'm not going to hear you. And, you know, it's not going to be the same. And I guess she's right in that sense, but she'll be able to, quote unquote, communicate, you know, or to see Like some people say, they're angels, they're guardian, they're watching over you, you know, guiding you. So, you know, in my mind, I think that's true and that she would do the same. But no one knows. And I guess when that time comes, we'll see. Um, I was reflecting that at a young age, you know, some of the projects that I was working on would ask us about, you know, what we like to do, what we want to be when we get older and you know, the the thing that always ran through my mind was, what's my purpose? How did I get to where I am? I just felt like there was, an, there was no calling for me. You know, I felt like by accident, I came into this world. And what happens to that person? Like, if it wasn't intended to be here, I guess every birth is quote unquote, not intended. You know, even now, but my daughter, it kind of happened by accident. But you know, it it's a good accident, as people say. And besides my purpose, I was constantly thinking about death at the same time. And, 
you know, it's funny how someone can actually think of both at the same time because it's like your purpose is what you're living for or what you're believing in from the moment you're you're able to think about things. And then someone is thinking about death, how it's going to end or why you want to end your life. And, you know, at one time... I guess it's because if there's no purpose, you face the the question of then why live and who wants to drag themselves. If you have to ask yourself every day, at what point do you stop? It gets angry after a while, but something is missing. And I don't know, I, I totally understand how people can feel alone and depressed and feel that there's nothing to live for and at one time I did feel that way and I don't know how it ended or so but I feel like that moment is coming back again sorry I was cut off before my daughter woke up um, I wrote some notes on on the show, but I felt like it's not fair for me to read directly from the piece of paper. So I was trying to be as natural as possible, but I guess for time purpose, reading at this point will be sufficient. Um, I guess I just wanted to reflect because, or have a better understanding why I was so emotional during the episode was because... You know, when someone has actually gone through a death, you know, you kind of understand it better. And you have a place of where you can direct those emotions. And even before, you know, my dad passed, um, I was really in tune with this kind of emotion. Like, I have such a great empathy for others. It's, It's ridiculous that... If they're really happy, I'm in that moment, I'm, they're really sad, I, I'm feeling it. Like, even a show or, you know, I'm just so in tune with it. It's ridiculous and I hate it sometimes. And I wish I could disconnect myself from that that ability. But, you know, it's in it. Um, it's in me. I can't really cut it off. But, you know, the biggest thing I was watching in the show was that the, the guy was saying to his mom like I don't know how'd you do it because her husband passed away and she's like I struggled with it I may have looked like I had it all together but it was really hard and I don't know if she said she still struggles with it but you know I don't know how older people feel about losing their significant other but like when a younger person loses someone, it's very traumatic. But I guess as you get older, you just realize, you know, the time has come and you can't really hold on to it. And you let it go and you just have to move on. But some people are really good at hiding it and don't really bring it up or care to reconnect that emotion. But um, getting back to my dad, you know, it's been five years he's passed. And... Even till this moment, I'll see a show if it's about a dad and a daughter or, you know, 
now now that I have my daughter, if I see something with like grandfather and a granddaughter, I am literally crying. My eyes are puffy. You know, my boogers are coming out of my nose. Like I'm literally crying and it's like I have to hide myself to grab tissue because it's like why are you crying? Like this has nothing to do with you. I don't know, but I just get so emotional. And of course, you know, you think about that person and you know what you're missing out with that person and unfortunately you can't bring them back and it gets tiring of thinking what if or if things were different or what I would have done differently and you can't you can't turn the time and you just have to accept it and move on but I guess like some people say you just have to be in the moment like if you feel angry it's okay to feel angry be you know feel that emotion but you have to let it go because being in any emotion for too long is not healthy you know so even being happy for too much it's like something's wrong with you i would think that about someone maybe they were just trying to be quote unquote more positive and i took it as this person's happy everything's going well in their life but in reality they're just hiding the reality of the other bullshit that's going on in their life but I've come to terms that everyone has sh- bullshit going on in their lives or they're unhappy about something. They just don't talk about it or don't show it, which I have a really hard time not showing my emotions. Um, it gets a little overwhelming. Um, so this this episode made me think about you know losing my dad and then being in a marriage and what would how and what I would do if that person was no longer in my life and then I would think about for a woman who was in a marriage who was very unhappy and was in domestic abuse and you know by the significant other like would you feel at ease that this person is no longer living or would you feel like oh my god this is the end of the world like I don't know like I think everyone has their moment of grief, but then some side of relief of, I don't know, of moving on or things could get better or change. I don't know, but it's not a good thing to think about someone passing. But in reality, I think just like anything in life, you want to prepare yourself. And I don't know, I guess we all have that moment of thinking about something negative. I'm not saying I wish for it to happen, but... It crosses my mind at times. Um, I just felt like during this whole process, you know, you're just thinking, trust the process, not questioning it. You know, even now, even while writing it, I was getting teary-eyed about it because it's just so emotional, you know. And you question things, why or how or why now and and I just believe that, like everyone says, you know, trust the process. It Everything happens for a reason. And we may not like it, but that is the case. And in the end, um, one of the characters, Helen, was just reflecting that it was just really funny because she was just going through this scene with the guy, you know, quote unquote, her husband. You know, he's in the hospital bed and he looks like death already and he's telling her I'm really sorry I should have gotten the treatment and 
you know, she's mad about it, but she's just tired of drain, I guess, of going through this, of this, the sickness and him getting sick. And I guess he had an episode. That's why they were in the hospital. And it's only going to get worse now because he's not getting treated. So she's angry and sad, I guess, and tired, you know, probably not getting sleep. And then all of a sudden she meets her neighbor and the neighbor is like a little jolly, but she looked kind of sad too in the process. And she's like, I want to be here to help you. And she was, you know, Helen was like being aggressive with her. And she's like, I have to tell you something. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking she's going to tell her, I slept with your husband. But it didn't come out yet. So as the, you know, the scenes are going, she's like, I'm not feeling well. And Helen's like, why are you not feeling well? She's like, because I'm pregnant. So the twist is now this neighbor is pregnant by Vic, who's going to die. And his wish, dying wish was, I want to have a kid because he doesn't have any kids. But Helen has kids by her previous marriage. And she definitely at this age, 45, does not want to go through this right now. And it's funny, she mentioned in the show, she's like, if Janet Jackson could get pregnant, so can I. So I thought it was funny because it's true that older women now are getting pregnant. But I'm like, as much as you want to have a kid, it's harder at that age. Like, even now at my age, I feel like it's hard. If I was 10 years younger, would it make a difference? I doubt it. You know, the only difference would be who would help me, who's not helping me. And I guess at that age... 20 something years old you're not sleeping much anyways but now I really enjoy my sleep and the lack of it makes me upset um so I just found it it just came full circle that you know death and birth happen at the same time that in order for me to have my daughter I had to lose my dad that's how I feel it may be crazy but you know my friend as well she was pregnant at the time and her grandmother passed and you know, I'm not saying it's good timing or anything like that, but I just feel like everything happens for a reason, like I said before, and it's just timing of it. And it just, I guess, like the saying is, one must go in order for somebody to come in. So maybe that's what it comes down to. But regardless, it's a great feeling of watching this show I just felt like it was a reflection and giving me an opportunity to actually stop and think about trying to change my mind my way of thinking of wanting to be happier and appreciate life and then all of a sudden I'm starting to see these signs which is funny like on Facebook or Instagram you know these little sayings about you know if you have the time to complain and to wallow about your misery or be on social media then you have the time to stop and meditate and write what you're feeling and think of things of or ways to change then then it will happen so I kind of feel guilty so I'm trying to be creative in the process of this and hoping this podcast will change things around And I just want to be more honest and more pure in the way I communicate because like someone told me, they can't read minds and guys do not read minds. And 
I think they're really bad at looking at social cues and picking up when a woman's mad. (laughs) And I don't know if I read any of this in the recorded podcast for this episode that I'm writing I'm talking about right now but I was having this moment of I was just thinking that you know the celebrities are passing and you know they have their music they have their art their their gift behind you know and then I was just thinking so what am I leaving behind like I'm just a regular Joe Schmo and what is there to my life and then I realized what I'm leaving behind is my daughter you know that quote-unquote that's my legacy or that's what I'm molding now for for the future and I was just reflecting, I guess, on something else that my mom worries like crazy about me, my sister, my brother. And and I'm thinking to myself, is she very worried thinking how we're going to survive without her? Or she thinks that we're just like incapable of surviving because she's not in our life anymore. But of course, your mother's your mother. And I thought about her passing as well. And big devastation about that you know I guess it would hurt even more for someone because if your mother was your all or there for everything or you communicated every day in that one time that you don't it's horrible and um, I realize you just have to accept it I'm not saying forget it, but learn to cope with it. And you have to live your life. Like I thought my life would would end if my dad passed. And I didn't. And um, it was hard for me. Because it was like nothing for me to kind of occupy my mind. Or, you know, like what to do. And I felt like I wanted to run away or go on vacation I remember requesting for my husband to take a vacation like I just wanted to get away and he was a big no I guess and I think that's really hard like I don't even know he knew how to help me or help me cope in any sense or way or form and I think if your spouse or your partner is going through something and you don't know how to deal with it, you ask for help. Because you being playing dumb and not being helpful or wanting to learn is the most stupidest thing I can think of. And that just makes you more ignorant. And stupid things happen because of that. And I'm not saying I regret it, but things played out the way it played out and everything happens for a reason I guess but I read articles and I read books about how to deal and cope and stuff like that and when you don't know you research and you go and you find out don't sit there being dumb because that's just a cop out I guess you know like when somebody says I didn't know better 
you're a grown man, you should know better. You're not a little kid for you to not to know the difference between right and wrong and that something could possibly hurt another human being. So, thank you. And that was my rendition of my recommendation of the show, The Affair. Um, it's just creative thinking, creative writing in the process, good actors, and you get so in tune with the characters and I just really like the show so I hope they come back again and I hope you check it out as well hi guys it's Sunday August 19 2018 it's about 10 minutes to 12 midnight so I'll try to be as short as possible because I am exhausted but I just had some thoughts in my mind about this show that I was watching. It's called The Affair. It's on Showtime every Sunday at 9 9 p.m. And I guess there's no need to tell you that because it's finished. That was the finale. And I hope they come back with season five, which hopefully will come back soon. But the season that I was watching, which was four, took a while to get here and... I just dove right back into it and, you know, I get so hooked on the characters and, you know, what's going to happen next and it just evolves. There are many characters and different other plots that are happening, but if you really like it, you pay attention. Um, Anywho, I enjoy it and I appreciate the the level of effort they put into the characters and relationships and create new stories. It definitely doesn't feel pushed or forced as you can tell with some shows that, you know, the dwindling and then they just like force these outcomes to happen and people are like, just end it already, you know, but a lot of things happen this episode about, you know, death and in different ways of course um and I guess it just resonated with me I was very emotional literally the whole time I was crying teary eye and I guess during this moment I was just reflecting on life and a lot of different things and they talk about marriage okay the show is called the affair so just the name alone you understand that there was a marriage and they broke up because the man met this woman her name is allison and then allison was with another guy who's named cole and then she you know so pretty much it's just like someone's cheating on somebody and things happen but then i i just thought about it which i hope i don't forget um you already know I already explained that it's about death but then I I think that these two people who are married have kids they break up okay he remarries finds someone else she finds someone else and then the people that they're with die and then they get not that they get back together but you know they come they they talk because at one time you were best friends but they were talking about how they felt about their lovers and then I thought to myself, is this what really happens? That you break up with the the first person you're with thinking that the next one is going to be better. And then, you know, things happen and you find yourself going back to the first one. 
is it just me or does does that's just like a one case scenario but i just keep thinking about that that if that's what happens is it just because you were meant to be together but you just chose a different path um to experiment i guess um so getting back to what my notes were saying about the show um so besides the death part you know it's about marriage and the exes and possible new birth and how everything comes together and you realize this is life and it's a cycle for as long as time this has been happening but in the moment you feel isolated and alone going through something traumatic but I realized crazy is the new normal nothing is perfect but I strive for perfection and I want to control the outcome but I realize as much as I try to control the person or the situation that it's going to react the way it's going to react but I guess we also need to realize or learn how to deal with something that's not going our way just like a child who's you know having a traumatic you know reaction to something you know they don't understand how to calm themselves down you have to kind of explain it to them or you know distract them and I'm thinking so what do adults do you know I feel let down or I feel like I'm not getting my way but I feel like every time I'm not getting my way so that's upsetting sometimes too and I do want to stomp my feet and scream out loud and just it gets upsetting I guess after a while so I don't know how to deal with not being in a perfect situation it just gets depressing after a while (laughs) um so anyways it made me think of how i want to be buried or cremated and how it would affect my loved ones will i remarry and who's going to be there to mourn then the bigger question is how will it all end and i think we all know the day will come and some sooner than others but as my mom says you will never know when the day is going to come. It's just going to happen. And nobody was, no one was chosen to know from God. And I said, okay, great. But I believe you get a feeling, you get a notion. You know, it builds up to that event. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess for some people it feels like, oh, this just came out of nowhere. I think there are always a sign and or a feeling that leads up to it. And it happens. Some may just don't want to see it and some have that intuition I guess and I believe you know there are some people who have the ability to communicate with people that have passed on and they're around us and they get to see what's going on and I was explaining this to her and she's looking at me like I'm crazy because she's like when I die you know I'm not gonna see you I'm not gonna hear you and you know it's not gonna be the same and I guess she's right in that sense but she'll be able to quote-unquote communicate you know or to see like some people say they're angels they're guardian they're watching over you you know guiding you so you know in my mind I think that's true and that she would do the same but no one knows and I guess when that time comes we'll see um I was reflecting that at a young age you know some of the projects that I was working on would ask us about you know what we like to do what we want to be when we get older and 
you know, the, the thing that always ran through my mind was, what's my purpose? How did I get to where I am? I just felt like there was, an, there was no calling for me. You know, I felt like by accident, I came into this world. And what happens to that person? Like, if it wasn't intended to be here, I guess every birth is quote unquote, not intended. You know, even now that my daughter, it kind of happened by accident. But you know, it it's a good accident, as people say. And besides my purpose, I was constantly thinking about death at the same time. And, you know, it's funny how someone can actually think of both at the same time. Because it's like your purpose is what you're living for or what you're believing in from the moment you're you're able to think about things. And then someone is thinking about death, how it's going to end or why you want to end your life. And, you know, at one time, I guess it's because if there's no purpose, you face the the question of then why live and who wants to drag themselves. If you have to ask yourself every day, at what point do you stop? It gets angry after a while, but something is missing. And... I don't know. I I totally understand how people can feel alone and depressed and feel that there's nothing to live for. And at one time I did feel that way. And I don't know how it ended or so, but I feel like that moment is coming back again. Sorry, I was cut off before my daughter woke up um I wrote some notes on on the show but I felt like it's not fair for me to read directly from the piece of paper so I was trying to be as natural as possible but I guess for time purpose reading at this point will be sufficient um I guess I just wanted to reflect because or have a better understanding why I was so emotional during the episode was because you know, when someone has actually gone through a death, you know, you kind of understand it better. And you have a place of where you can direct those emotions. And even before, you know, my dad passed, um, I was really in tune with this kind of emotion. Like, I have such a great empathy for others. It's It's ridiculous that... If they're really happy, I'm in that moment. I'm they're really sad. I I'm feeling it. Like even a show or you know, I'm just so in tune with it. It's ridiculous and I hate it sometimes. And I wish I could disconnect myself from that that ability. But you know, it's in it. Um, it's in me. I can't really cut it off. But you know, the biggest thing I was watching in the show was that the the guy was saying. To his mom like I don't know how'd you do it because her husband passed away and she's like I struggled with it I may have looked like I had it all together but it was really hard and I don't know if she said she still struggles with it but you know I don't know how older people feel about losing their significant other but like 
when a younger person loses someone, it's very traumatic. But I guess as you get older, you just realize, you know, the time has come and you can't really hold on to it. And you let it go and you just have to move on. But some people are really good at hiding it and don't really bring it up or care to reconnect that emotion. But um, getting back to my dad, you know, it's been five years he's passed. And even till this moment, I'll see a show if it's about a dad and a daughter or, you know, now now that I have my daughter, if I see something with like grandfather and a granddaughter, I am literally crying. My eyes are puffy. You know, my boogers are coming out of my nose. Like I'm literally crying. And it's like I have to hide myself to grab tissue because it's like, why are you crying like this has nothing to do with you I don't know but I just get so emotional and of course you know you think about that person and you know what you're missing out with that person and unfortunately you can't bring them back and it gets tiring of thinking what if or if things were different or what I would have done differently and you can't you can't turn the time and you just have to accept it and move on. But I guess, like some people say, you just have to be in the moment. Like, if you feel angry, it's okay to feel angry. Be You know, feel that emotion, but you have to let it go. Because being in any emotion for too long is not healthy. You know, so even being happy for too much, it's like something's wrong with you. I would think that about someone. Maybe they were just trying to be, quote-unquote, more positive. And I took it as, this person's happy, everything's going well in their life. But in reality, they're just hiding the reality of the other bullshit that's going on in their life. But I've come to terms that everyone has bullshit going on in their lives. Or they're unhappy about something. They just don't talk about it or don't show it. Which I have a really hard time not showing my emotions. Um, it gets a little overwhelming. Um, so this this episode made me think about you know losing my dad and then being in a marriage and what would how and what I would do if that person was no longer in my life, and then I would think about. For a woman who was in a marriage who was very unhappy and was in domestic abuse and, you know, by the significant other, like, would you feel at ease that this person is no longer living? Or would you feel like, oh my God, this is the end of the world? Like, I don't know. Like, I think everyone has their moment of grief, but then some side of relief of, I don't know of moving on or things could get better or change I don't know but it's not a good thing to think about someone passing but in reality I think just like anything in life you want to prepare yourself and I don't know I guess we all have that moment of thinking about something negative I'm not saying I wish for it to happen but it crosses my mind at times um I just felt like during this whole process, you know, you're just thinking, trust the process, not questioning it, you know, even now, even while writing it, I was getting teary-eyed about it because it's just so emotional, you know, and you question things, why or how or why now, and 
And I just believe that, like everyone says, you know, trust the process. It Everything happens for a reason. And we may not like it, but that is the case. And in the end, um, one of the characters, Helen, was just reflecting that it was just really funny because... She was just going through this scene with the guy, you know, quote unquote, her husband. You know, he's in the hospital bed and he looks like death already. And he's telling her, I'm really sorry, I should have gotten the treatment. And, you know, she's mad about it, but she's just tired of drain, I guess, of going through this, of this, the sickness and him getting sick and I guess he had an episode that's why they were in the hospital and it's only going to get worse now because he's not getting treated so she's angry and sad I guess and tired you know probably not getting sleep and then all of a sudden she meets her neighbor and the neighbor is like a little jolly but she looked kind of sad too in the process and she's like I want to be here to help you and she was you know Helen was like being aggressive with her and She's like, I have to tell you something. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking she's going to tell her, I slept with your husband. But it didn't come out yet. So as the, you know, the scenes are going, she's like, I'm not feeling well. And Alan's like, why are you not feeling well? She's like, because I'm pregnant. So the twist is now this neighbor is pregnant by Vic, who's going to die. And his wish, dying wish was, I want to have a kid because he doesn't have any kids. But Helen has kids by her previous marriage. And she definitely, at this age, 45, does not want to go through this right now. And it's funny, she mentioned in the show, she's like, if Janet Jackson could get pregnant, so can I. So I thought it was funny because it's true that older women now are getting pregnant. But I'm like, as much as you want to have a kid, it's harder at that age. Like, even now at my age, I feel like it's hard. If I was 10 years younger, would it make a difference? I doubt it, you know. The only difference would be who would help me, who's not helping me. And I guess at that age, 20-something years old, you're not sleeping much anyways. But now I really enjoy my sleep and the lack of it makes me upset. Um, so I just found it, it just came full circle that, you know, death and birth happen at the same time. That in order for me to have my daughter, I had to lose my dad. That's how I feel. It may be crazy, but, you know, my friend as well, she was pregnant at the time and her grandmother passed. And, you know, I'm not saying it's good timing or anything like that, but I just feel like everything happens for a reason, like I said before, and it's just timing of it. And it just, I guess, like the saying is, one must go in order for somebody to come in. So maybe that's what it comes down to but regardless it's a great feeling of watching this show I just felt like it was a reflection and giving me an opportunity to actually stop and think about trying to change my mind my way of thinking of wanting to be happier and appreciate life and then all of a sudden I'm starting to see these signs which is funny like on Facebook or Instagram, you know, these little sayings about, you know, if you have the time to complain and to wallow about your misery or be on social media, then you have the time 
to stop and meditate and write what you're feeling and think of things of or ways to change then then it will happen so I kind of feel guilty so I'm trying to be creative in the process of this and hoping this podcast will change things around and I just want to be more honest and more pure in the way I communicate because like someone told me they can't read minds and guys do not read minds and I think they're really bad at looking at social cues and picking up when a woman's mad. (laughs) And I don't know if I read any of this in the recorded podcast for this episode that I'm writing, I'm talking about right now, but I was having this moment of... I was just thinking that, you know, the celebrities are passing and, you know, they have their music, they have their art, their their gift behind, you know. And then I was just thinking, so what am I leaving behind? Like, I'm just a regular Joe Schmo and what is there to my life? And then I realized what I'm leaving behind is my daughter, you know, that, quote unquote, that's my legacy or that's what. I'm molding now for for the future and I was just reflecting I guess on something else that my mom worries like crazy about me my sister and my brother and and I'm thinking to myself is she very worried thinking how we're going to survive without her or she thinks that we're just like incapable of surviving because she's not in our life anymore but of course your mother's your mother and I thought about her passing as well and big devastation about that you know I guess it would hurt even more for someone because if your mother was your all or there for everything or you communicated every day in that one time that you don't it's horrible and um I realize you just have to accept it. And I'm not saying forget it, but learn to cope with it. And you have to live your life. Like I thought my life would would end if my dad passed. And I didn't. And um, it was hard for me. Because it was like nothing for me to kind of occupy my mind or... You know, like what to do. And I felt like I wanted to run away or go on a vacation. I remember requesting for my husband to take a vacation. Like I just wanted to get away. And he was a big no, I guess. And I think that's really hard. Like, I don't even know he knew how to help me or help me cope in any sense or way or form. And I think if your spouse or your partner is going through something and you don't know how to deal with it, you ask for help. Because you being playing dumb and not being helpful or wanting to learn is the most stupidest thing I can think of. And that just makes you more ignorant. And 
stupid things happen because of that. And i not saying I regret it, but things played out the way it played out. And everything happens for a reason, I guess. But I read articles and I read books about how to deal and cope and stuff like that. And when you don't know, you research and you go and you find out. Don't sit there being dumb because... That's just a cop-out, I guess, you know. Like when somebody says, I didn't know better. You're a grown man, you should know better. You're not a little kid for you to not to know the difference between right and wrong and that something could possibly hurt another human being. So... Thank you, and that was my rendition of my recommendation of the show, The Affair. Um, It's just creative thinking, creative writing in the process, good actors, and you get so in tune with the characters. And I just really like the show, so I hope they come back again, and I hope you check it out as well.